This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shea Stevens. A federal judge in New York has released a trove of documents naming dozens of powerful men with alleged ties to convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. As NPR's Brian Mann reports, the names include politicians, celebrities, and royalty. Many of the names peppered throughout these documents had already been linked to Epstein. They include Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, the actor Kevin Spacey, and magician David Copperfield, among many others. The fact that these men are named in legal filings doesn't mean they did anything wrong or face criminal allegations. These documents also reveal new testimony that claims to paint a more detailed portrait of Epstein's secretive world, where women, some of the minors, were allegedly exploited, sexually assaulted, and raped. Virginia Gouffre, one of the women who says Epstein sexually abused her, said on social media that the release of these names brings more transparency and accountability. Brian Mann, NPR News, New York. The White House is turning up the pressure on House Republicans to get back to work on government spending plan. As NPR's Windsor Johnston reports, lawmakers will be up against a major time crunch when they return from holiday recess next week. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre is accusing House Republicans of kicking the can down the road and focusing on what she calls baseless impeachment stunts. It's time for House Republicans to get serious do their jobs and deliver. It shouldn't be hard to fund the government. It is truly their basic duty. House Republicans say they're planning to open formal impeachment proceedings against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas next week over his handling of enforcement at the southern border. Republicans in both chambers have refused to sign off on a government spending plan without a provision that addresses the unprecedented number of migrants arriving in the U.S. illegally. Windsor Johnston, NPR News, Washington. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken heads back to the Middle East today amid fears that the conflict between Israel and Hamas could spiral into a regional war. As the BBC's Yolanda Nell reports from Jerusalem, the trip follows the Israeli killing of a Hamas leader in Lebanon. After the assassination of the Hamas number no. 2 Salah al aruri in Beirut, a speech by the Hezbollah leader was closely watched. Hassan Nasrallah insisted his heavily armed forces would fight to the finish if Israel chose to extend its war to Lebanon. But he made no concrete threats to act against Israel in support of Hamas. Israel's been widely blamed for Tuesday's killing, but neither confirms nor denies responsibility. At the UN Security Council, there were calls for action to stop attacks by the Iran-backed Houthis, who've recently targeted some 20 ships in the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden, claiming they were acting against those with Israeli links. The BBC's Yolanda Nell reporting. You're listening to NPR News. U.S. House Speaker Mike Johnson led a delegation of fellow congressional Republicans to the southern border yesterday. Johnson suggested using the deadline to reach a budget deal as leverage in the Republican push for restricting border policies. Meanwhile, the Justice Department is suing the state of Texas over a law that allows police to arrest migrants entering the U.S. illegally. A bill signed into law last month allows judges to order migrants out of the U.S. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis traveled through northwest Iowa Wednesday, hoping to gain traction in the the first-in-the-nation GOP caucuses. Iowa Public Radio's Sheila Brummer caught up with DeSantis at a diner in Sioux City. 
At Johnny Marr's family restaurant Wednesday afternoon a dozen days before the Iowa caucuses, Ron DeSantis touted his record as Florida governor and called on frontrunner former President Trump to debate. Not willing to get on a stage. He's not willing to answer questions. Um, you know, he's in he's in Mar-a-Lago. I mean, like, so, yes, yeah, show up and debate. Uh, let's do it. The final Republican debate before the caucuses is scheduled in one week and will only feature DeSantis and former South Carolina governor and U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley. Polls show they are in a tight race for second place. Meanwhile, Trump announced plans for another televised town hall this same night. For NPR News, I'm Sheila Brummer in Sioux City. A major storm is moving across the U.S., dumping snow and freezing rain along the way. The weather system is expected to pummel parts of the East Coast this weekend, although National Weather Service forecasters say it's too soon to say what areas will be affected. I'm Shay Stevens. This is NPR News.